The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, and strong language. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Haunted house. It's a horny mansion. Every day, it wants them to score. Haunted house makes them sleep together. Waking up to say... Bonjour. Wait, what? In France, we say bonjour. There There goes goes the the kitchen locking doors like always. The same old tricky romance spells. Every morning just the same since Ronald almost came in this haunted pervy house. Good morning, Parkinson. Good morning, Weasel. Where are you off to? The library. I just started the most fascinating book about cursed cabins and... Sounds boring. Let's eat. It's breakfast. Hurry up. Look, Look there, there they go, go pretending, pretending there's no spark there. When both their loins know that's not true. Cause a kiss they had to fake when they shared a pasta bake. Awoke a feeling in them that they never knew. Oh, now my magic's working, minding her own biz. But look, it's Ron. There in the shower naked. Just like that, his giant ginger dong has turned her on. Blimey, it's true, the girl is strange but sexy. This is my worst nightmare come true. In my head and in my pants, got my wiener in a trance. Because she really is a sexy girl. (laughs) Surprisingly a sexy girl. Pain in my ass, but sexy girl. That pants. Bonjour. Bonjour. (laughs) (laughs) Is the best thing. I I was not in that last stanza, despite it saying all, because I was crying, laughing. Thanks for coming in at the end with the bonjour. (laughs) (laughs) Well, folks. Wow. I'm so. I'm so. I'm. Hi. I'm Danny. Hi, I'm Allie. Uh, hey, I'm Allie. You might know her as Ron. I'm Lindsay. Welcome back to the Potterotica Podcast. <laughs> I am so impressed because when we were chatting about what song to do, you said that, and I was like, there are so many words in that song, but there's been so many words in the story. Yeah. And we covered most of them. I feel like this is one of the first times we've done like a, like a very musical song in the sense of like how in musicals they're singing and then they stop to talk and then yeah. sing again, and those are always so fun. Yeah, I like I like this one. Of all the Disney ones we've done so far, this is my fave. Blimey, it's true. Blimey, it's true. <laughs> that it girl just feels is true. so wrong. I like <laughs> want to see them sing this. <laughs> Guys, are we making a musical? Danny, should we go on tour as a duet? <laughs> well, we need the a, house. We need the house. We need the house. <laughs> Lindsay. <laughs> Stand behind yeah, excuse us. Excuse me. I feel like an elevated stage and you would just be like above like, us singing. Yeah. Or or I would be like hanging, you know, yeah. in front of you. And then on the either sides of me would be like walls. <laughs> Different rooms. Yeah. I just um, sort of hover over. I feel like I just would have like a fried chicken leg in my hand uh, the whole time. Giant ginger And you'd be hot. Dung. You'd be so hot with that chicken leg. I would. Um, <laughs> well, speaking of amazing songs and musicals, we got an incredible one submitted by Mona. It's a cover of Riptide as an ode to the whole podcast. So it's it's mostly season agnostic. That's yeah. it's it's <laughs> stunning. It's a it's a Vance Joy. <laughs> he said that so seriously, so politically correct. It's always in the biz. Yeah. <laughs> It's so, so good. We're going to play it at the end. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Stick around. I don't know how we turned into a musical podcast. Like, I mean, I remember when it happened, but it's also a very, like, do any it's other Harry Potter podcasts sing? 
Huh? No. Do any other podcast sing? Pa- not, pa- not Harry Potter ones. Not every, yeah. um, the one thing about Mona too is she plays guitar while she sings, oh, so right. she's got a double threat. Yeah, she's the Uncle Aragog of the strings, mm-hmm. as would, they say. I would say she's a triple threat because she has Potterotica knowledge. That's oh yeah, sing girl. Yeah, plays the guitar. Knows all about a very important <laughs> podcast. Trip threat. Oh, speaking of knowing about a podcast, this is really funny. So my mom is like obsessed with selling her stuff on like Facebook Marketplace. She's like the only um, person that uses it. Of course she is. Yeah, loves it. So she's selling all these vintage hats and a girl came to meet her to buy all of her hats in one like fell swoop. Someone wanted the whole estate? The whole hat collection. (laughs) Anyway, this girl had been sick and she was recovering and she was saying that, you know, when she's all better, she is going to go to Harry Potter world because that's like her treat to herself. And she wanted these hats because they, it's going to be part of her, I guess, like her wardrobe. So anyway, they were like vintage fancy hats. Um, So she's going to look very Fantastic Beast era. But but my mom, of course, (laughs) plugged our podcast. She's like, well, I think I got you guys a new listener. (laughs) Guys, one by one, we always say. One by one, all it takes. I was buying a a speaker and I was with Marco and the guy was like, and you know, this one works with... um, Apple Music and Marco's like, oh, you listen to podcasts? I was like, no, <laughs> no, no, God, no I don't want right to. I'm gonna be here for another not thirty right now. five minutes explaining <laughs> what this is. Um, if you are somebody who's able to sell us one by one in the weirdest spots like Facebook Marketplace, <laughs> yeah, I would love to hear stories of the strangest places that you've brought up this podcast because Allie and I have the Potterotica sticker on our laptop. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that comes up a lot. Remember we were having lunch and the waitress oh, was yeah. like, I'm sorry, I have to ask. We like, gave her stickers too, yeah. yeah. So, but that's not that strange of a place. Oh, another funny story. So uh, this is probably a couple months ago. I'm a member at a club in Chicago and my server saw my sticker on the laptop and he goes, hey, I just saw that sticker in a bathroom in Chicago. And I was like, oh, that's my podcast. I ended up giving him a sticker and I was in there last week and he came up to me and he said, I have had that sticker on my fridge and I'm so inspired that I want to write a story. I've gotten into the podcast and I've gotten into fanfic. What Wait, do you want me to write? Is our favorite server the funny one? No, it's not Brendan. Oh. It's not Brendan. So he goes, what story do you want me to write? I said, <sighs> oh, I go taking requests. I said, I want you to write a Dumbledore Grindelwald Thank masterpiece. Goodness. And he said, done. So we'll see if he does it. <laughs> if not, I'll threaten him next time I'm in. <laughs> That's but, so funny. I know. So random. I mean, I do think my giving a sticker on a first date is up there. Oh, pretty yeah. Epic stories. It's bold. Yeah, we got to get you on more first dates to get on more stickers. Yeah, seriously, Great. Lens. Great. Lacking. <laughs> I signed you up for 25 yeah, on like, Bubble. <laughs> <laughs> in new geographies, you're flying to Dallas. <laughs> Speaking of people hearing about the podcast and loving it, we have people who've been listening for a long time and are Patreons. Oof, that transition. Oh, wow. Uh, I, was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking that we should call this like the thirst corner because like, oh, yeah. we're just like talking about something that is maybe sort of thirsty, but thirsty I don't know. It's, AF. An, it's, let's, it's exclusive. Let's use all the trendy words yeah. of the last year. Slay bay. Fetch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Epic. So if you missed it or you've tuned out the... Uh, <laughs> and you're tuning um, out right now. If you've, you're gonna if miss you've it skipped again. every intro, then this <laughs> is not for you. You'll skip this one too. The, we, uh, Patreon Erotica, we are on Patreon now, which gives extra amazing content to fill your eyes and ears and hearts and loins. Mm-hmm. And um, we're really excited because we've got some new stuff coming up. Um, some extra pieces of the story that we've gotten from Jillian. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. 
So Some if you're wondering, pieces. like, what is um, Pansy reading in that library all day over on Eats Chicken, we've got it for you. We know. Yeah, now. incident um, reports. Incident so. reports. Mm-hmm. We've got <laughs> extra songs, songs for the dongs, and <laughs> it's so much fun. It's amazing that we're finding more ways to have fun. You would think platforms. that we couldn't, but, oh, I mean, there's a secret wand shake that's involved and yep. an oath yeah, and a for secret members. Oath. So it is even weirder, more magical Place we now have to come this. and find everybody who's listened to this episode and kill you because yeah. we told you. We just purchased a cabin in the woods that we're going to be <laughs> holding our uh, ceremonies Please and rituals. In, what's that Netflix documentary where they're all in like red or purple? Wild, yep. wild country? Of course, you do. Oh, I've heard I'm it's talking great. to Danny. Um, yes, I have not seen it yet. They did it. They made fun <laughs> of it on down. SNL, I think. Oh, I haven't watched it. The John Mulaney episode? So good. Dying, dying, dying. So good. Um, so anyway, become a dong. It's fun. And we are going to have something super special in there soon that because this is a Ron Dumption season, we are going to be singing a magical musical tribute to Ron. We're not going to say what song that is, but um, it will be... The Ron song. Just Ron, let it go. Ron or Ron, Ron, Ron. Our Ron song. Our <laughs> swan. Ron swan song. He got an ice cream truck. Truck, truck. <laughs> <laughs> Always likes to fuck. Fuck, fuck. fuck. Baby, baby, baby. Um, so that song I think I'm hungry again <laughs> I was gonna say that song stinks but something else doesn't but that song was really good but oh, just go Danny, with it for the I want you to do segues forever yeah, that was great, Danny that's a great transition the song, the song stinks but you know what smells good we've talked about our friend and Dong Evil Queen, Evil Queen, who makes the amazing candles that are Harry Potter themed, among other things. Mm-hmm. And they're so good. And I said last week that I liked the Gryffindor candle so much that I asked her if it was possible to have it in a body spray or room spray. Because I was like, I need to, every time I walk in my bedroom, I'm like, well, I want to smell like this when I'm out in the world. Anyway, she doesn't make perfumes, but her friend, Nesting Zone, is the name of her Instagram. And I asked her how to pronounce her name, and I don't know, but it's I-Z-Z-A. So I'm thinking... Izza? Izza? I-Z-Z-A. I-Z-Z-A. And she made it for me. Evil Queen sent her, like, the formula from the candle, and then she made it into this room story. But then she also included soaps she makes that are Harry Potter-themed, and they are as follows. There's an All Hollows one that's tea tree, charcoal, and dark magic. Mm, I love There's that. There's a Patronus that's juniper and enchantment. There's a fire whiskey. There's a golden horcrux. Like, and they're so pretty and golden, and they have carvings. Anyway, nesting zone. She's got a whole shop of a lot of apothecary gems, and I just I think she's so talented. Everyone's oh, so and talented. her stuff's so pretty too. Yes, I'm looking at her Instagram stunning. right now. That's gorgeous. I was looking I... up nesting queen. I was looking for it, and then Danny's like nudges no, me. No. He's like, no, you're <laughs> totally wrong. That's when they collab. Yeah. You know what she probably uses when she is making these is probably a big flat dish similar to that of a pensive. <gasps> And the Segway King. Wow. Doing it again. The Northside Segway King. Doing it and doing it and doing it well. Is that a skill that's used on anything? Like, is there a TV show with good Segways? You know how they have those like pun, they have those like pun festivals where you can do that? I feel like there should be a Segway one and you would just do great. In between acts. You just pop up out of nowhere. (laughs) Pensive is. We got a kiss in the kitchen. We did. Yeah, they, the house locks them French. in, and they had to kiss to get out. Some tongue. We got when some the, tongue kissing. When you get locked in, you got to lock yeah. lips to get out. Oh. That's what they say. Touche. Touche. In where I come from. Where I come from. It's like, is that the house is like a leprechaun? That's what they non-rhyming say. non-rhyming limericks. It's like, like a troll or whatever. Yeah, you have to go to cross. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the worst bridge you have to cross. Billy Goat's the, Gruff. Wasn't there to get out of the house, house, get under her blouse. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, to get it unlocked, touches touch 
hands. Oh, oh my God. What? Allie, what were you doing? Allie. Weird. Wow. So yeah, so they- it Touches tube socks. They finally kissed, and it was a passionate, passionate wall kiss. So- To we, turn the knob, slob is knob. <laughs> Are we still doing these? <laughs> the rest of the is day. Is this what- Okay. We'll keep going. So yeah, it was Pansy's idea. She's like, I think I know what's happening. The house yeah. wants us to fall in love, but I think we have to like prove it. Yeah. So they kissed, and then they both liked it. Yeah. And then the door opened. Yep. Right. So now let's find out. And so there was what a pasta you, bake. That's there's important. a pasta bake. Yeah, <laughs> he ate all the pasta. Four, so in case they serving. do get locked in, they're all going to die of starvation because Ron Wait, did they, not ration the food. Did they? Did it end with them in bed? No, they ended with them kissing and then saying, "See you at dinner." Yeah, yeah. like I'll dinner? see you. At, I'll see you at dinner. <laughs> pasta, pasta bake again. Yeah. Oh, pasta bake night. Oh, wow. Oh, glad you're the or. You know, here. I'm not that hungry actually. Mm. <laughs> what do you guys don't not think is going to happen? Let's do our. Oh, yeah, pre- don't let's do our. Let's do our. Drunk divinations. I think they're going to say, while we're locked in this bitch, like, let's do it up. They're going to crank up the music and they're going to have the sickest frat party that this cottage town has ever seen. So we've got we've got keg stands, <laughs> yeah, we're sending owl flyers. flyers, owl flyers. We've got um, poly juice stands. We've got body shots. We've got oh yeah. <laughs> what else we got? Toga. We were, we yeah. were joking earlier. Robes. Like, they wear their robes on just one shoulder. Like, yeah. <laughs> we were joking earlier. Like, what if the house wasn't a prankster but like a frat star? Yeah. <laughs> so like you know like they like both wake up on the roof. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like just surrounded by red Dixie cups. And they're like, I swear we cleaned up at last happened? night. <laughs> They're like, like brought together by the the act of cleaning. Right. There's like a big hippogriff like laying next to them. They're like, I don't oh my God, even know where what? that came from. <laughs> oh my god! Um, <laughs> Hagrid wakes up next to him in bed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Regret what? I think that. Oh my god! Wait, I just pictured. Remember the like the poster everyone had? It was like the Jim Belushi wearing the yeah, college. The college I feel like, like it's like a young Dumbledore wearing this college. <laughs> like, that's the poster everyone has. <laughs> Um, <laughs> they've what's they've their resu- beer pong. They've resurrected like little mini Quidditch. Quidditch oh, pong. Yeah. Quidditch pong. They've yeah. resurrected Voldemort. And don't even. <laughs> they brought. They brought back the Dark oh, Lord. Shit, bro. Oh, don't God. drink and maybe did it again. Maybe. <laughs> um, I think maybe. So what Pansy was actually reading in the library was the script to the musical Wicked, mm. and that like magical real witches and wizards like to recreate that as a joke as like a spoof and so she's like if we're going to be in here we're putting on a show yeah. and they're going to learn the musical and perform it together and they're going to have to play out all the parts so that's what they're going to spend the rest of the time doing because until I screwed you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have been boned Banged. for good and then I don't know how sex gets in. That's as far. That's just the. It just came to me. It's just this is just this next episode. So sex can, wicked. And knows? then oh yeah. And then after they master the show, they're like, let's do a porn version called Dicked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. It's like an erotic witch musical. Yeah. So you're welcome. Um, can I forego mine to read yes, some please. of the dongs that have sent in some because these are pretty amazing and I don't want to get yeah dick fatigue. Yeah. Predict fatigue. <laughs> Um, okay, so this is my this is one of my favorite ones. The, the title is called Ron Hub. Um, oh God, yes, Ron Hub, and it was submitted by Paige. After years of disguising himself as furniture, Slughorn realizes his true passion is for directing elaborate porn. No! <laughs> his actress of choice, Pansy Parkinson. Oh, this God. time, however, Pansy realizes she's in too deep, and she starts having feelings for Ron, 
who doesn't know this is a staged scene? Will she tell Ron the truth before it's too late, or will her lustful intentions get the better of her? Oh my god! He's a he's a casting couch. <laughs> this whole he's like time. a he's like a director's chair. <laughs> there's like there's like a little like old fashioned like black like thing you talk yeah. to like, like action, <laughs> and I mean action. Ron Weasley oh. dropped the pasta bake. Wait, is this one like that that she's saying she knows it's a it's she's, a porno, this but is a he porn doesn't? Scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a porn Ron. scene. And they're just set in the mood, but Ron has no idea that he's yeah. a part of it. Cool. This is another amazing one sent in by Brian. Sex Hex, Black Cloth, Red Flags. <laughs> My God, these titles. It's so, so good. good. Um, it's a little long, so I'm going to... The premise is that Pansy finds a black cloth that she didn't remember packing. She uses it to tie her hair in her ponytail. Ron <laughs> doesn't notice the red flags of Pansy attempting to seduce him uncharacteristically. So it's like Hexter as a ponytail. Uh. He begins to be increasingly attracted toward Pansy. It's teasing movements. The house screams, consent, shakes them into a room together, and they have the hottest, most desired, and passionate sex imaginable. Oh, yeah, that black cloth will do it to you. Oh That's gosh. a good hex. Hex me And then, for like, days. I feel like mid-sex, he goes to, like, pull her hair, and the cloth comes out, <gasps> and then she's like, wait, I still love this. Yeah. Yeah, and they want, Definitely oh, consent. And then they yes, make consent, love. Consent, consent, consent. And then they go from, like, hot sex to just making yeah, sweet, sweet, passionate from, like, love. You uh, annoy me, but I want to bone you to, like, yeah. Okay, two more, because I am addicted. One if Danny more. Could just re- if Danny could relist He's on the podcast, wherever he would. One more, because... Rule of threes, the rest will be on our Instagram. Yes. This one is from Carrie, that this is all a setup from Arthur Weasley. Oh. And he wants to get his son married, but because he knows that Molly would be livid, because he knows that Molly would be livid about this, This. she wants Ron to date like a nice, plain village girl, but he knows what (laughs) Ron really needs. Village girl. (laughs) Village girl. I love the description. Like Belle. Like Belle. Yeah. Like Belle in the first scene. And then it's also, it's also amplified by Narcissa Malfoy's desire for more pure blood babies, knowing that these two have not been crossbred as much as other families. Wow. I feel like there's a possibility that we could get Arthur Weezy set up. This could be, could be a true I also think that I feel like we should always have people do predictions because now I want every single one of these stories like it's inspired these other stories. Yeah, good offshoots. <sighs> yeah. Okay, I'm done listing. Drunk Great. predictions. Now we're going to see if they come true. Let's see if they come true. They this better is not. chapter four. Okay. Lego. Lego. Friday, two days until Christmas. When Pansy woke up on Friday morning, she wondered if she was actually capable of getting through the day without drowning in a sea of awkwardness. (laughs) Dinner the night before had been dreadful. Weasley was jumpy as a flea, jolting out of his chair at the slightest noise of movement. She could hardly claim to be the epitome of calm herself, although she was far better at masking her anxiety. As much as she tried to tell herself to not think about it, to put it behind her, <laughs> to remember <laughs> she will, <laughs> to remember that they had had to do it to get out of the kitchen, and there was nothing more to it than that, she could not escape the fact that she and Ron Weasley had actually properly kissed, and they had done it with a little bit more than enthusiasm. <laughs> and now Pansy was sitting next to him, trying not to look at him, probably smelling all sorts of pheromones coming off him, and constantly switching between not wanting to even look at him and wanting him to kiss her again. Oh, she's. <gasps> She is a horny. This is why you don't do office romances. Guys. You make out with somebody it feels at the water cooler. And exciting. Meetings become hard. Yep. So do your coworkers. Uh. <laughs> Pansy knew there was no way she would be able to fall asleep with Weasley beside her, so she suggested they take advantage of the good mood the house was probably in after all the day's pranking and try to sleep in separate bedrooms that night. What's happening over here? <laughs> 
just I, I just wheels out of the room. Lens, lens. Hey, that was we're the not last time you guys ever saw me. We're not done. You still have a. She's like, uh, I did my giggle fast. Officer, she got really. I did I did a giggle long, and it just I was, I realized like, life could be more than this. I want to make did more giggle longs out there. I call it a giggle long. I know. <laughs> Giggle so much this episode. I, just, I guess I've been that's up since I found myself. I've been up since six thirty. Is that's what happens when you wake up so early? <laughs> do people just uh, experience uh, things? Total chaos. Lindsay no sleep. <gasps> do the, wait, do these happen before seven a.m.? Have I been up this long? <laughs> Weasley agreed before she had even finished her proposal. That was all they said to each other for the rest of the evening. Her room had been slightly colder than she usually liked it, and the mattress reminded her of the rickety beds in Azkaban, about which her father often complained, but it was bearable. Pansy went to bed thinking that it would take her forever to get to sleep, but she was out like a light in under 10 minutes. Now that she was awake, she suspected that the experience of enjoying kissing somebody towards whom she had never before felt even the slightest amount of sexual attraction had sent such a shock through her system that her body had to enter a state of unconsciousness as soon as (laughs) it could in order to process it. (laughs) I think we've all had that feeling. Sorry, I seized as soon as you kissed me. God, that's the worst. Have any of you guys ever fallen asleep having sex? What? What? You never heard people say that? I mean, I've heard of it. Like falling asleep. Like an, Have urban, you? an urban myth, like a giggle fest. <laughs> like a giggle fest. Have you? One time. Fully asleep. Yeah. You'd be woken up. Or we, no, we both fell asleep. Both oh, fell asleep. But like, was there were there alcohol? Was there like drinking? Oh involved? yeah, there was okay. booze. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's like sort of like let's have sex. Yeah, cri- pep- Pepsi Crystal. <laughs> Pepsi <laughs> Crystal was involved. <laughs> um, I don't want to say too much, but it was crystal there was a lot of zima in the scene. <laughs> <laughs> She showered, dressed, and proceeded to the kitchen. After she had prepared a pot of coffee and bowl of cereal, she sat down and opened the case file to the incident reports involving food and beverages. Wait, can I quick pause? Go back. Like, you know, they're like, oh, they've, we've tricked the house, but what if they, like, so elaborately tried to trick the house? So they got, you know, those, like, long body pillows that people oh, have. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, good night, Ron. Like Ferris yeah. Bueller. <laughs> yeah. It's a snore machine and it's moving. Like, um, or... Uh, Home Alone, you know, when he has oh, the bathtub right. in the shower. <laughs> yeah. It's like Pansy, like, pretending to be in the shower to see if it's locked. And it's funny because the house is like... It's like a Michael Jordan on a train track going by. Yeah. <laughs> the house is like, I'm this whole house, so there's no blind spot. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I see pretty I'm like every piece. <laughs> oh, we've tricked it. Oh, no, we haven't. No. <laughs> I picture that they're going to be eating their bowl of cereal and it's going to turn into a scene from, like, Lady in the Tramp where they're, like, yeah. eating a Lucky Charm and all of a sudden it's Aww. like... Oh, a very they went short for the one. same one, and there's. <laughs> I picture them both trying to eat half of a Lucky Charm, and like, there's no buildup; they're just already kissing. <laughs> yeah. What's a lo- what's a long cereal? Uh, a frosted mini wheat. I mean, <laughs> that's <laughs> as long as they get. That's, that's probably saying. the longest it is of the, the cereal. You're like welcome. Or a really well constructed raisin bran flake. <laughs> yeah, like one of those. Like, whoa, this whoa, flake is way bigger than the rest. Two of these stuck together. Yeah, that's like shaped like Jesus. Yeah. Ebay flake. <laughs> we actually have in our kitchen a Cheeto bag inside with a very large Cheeto that we have not eaten and we have not thrown out. <laughs> well, how big is it? Like one eBay Cheeto worthy? in it? No, I mean mm. it, Craigslist at most. <laughs> when, like, is this like a, fetish Craigslist? <laughs> is this like on your anniversary you're going to eat the Cheeto and it's going to be oh, like, yeah, like popping a cork on like a bottle of like, like really good champagne? Cake a year later. Yeah, put it on Thank your you. wedding cake. <laughs> <laughs> 
and the Cheeto. <laughs> you know what one of you guys would do is like freaking put it in a locket or something and then give it to the other. That's We're throwing like, a party yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Speaking of Cheetos. Oh my gosh, I hope your new house isn't haunted. Yeah, you guys too. are already in love, so it's fine. Yeah. So far, so good. <laughs> um, speaking of Cheetos. Oh, oh, oh. The story. The kitchen door opened. And no, pa- no. Oh. She prepared a cup after she had She prepared. did it. I did that. Oh, did you already? Yeah. Well, speaking of Cheetos, <laughs> she didn't open the incident report following food and beverages. You're um, fired from, off, You're Allie. not the Segway king Stop of it. Chicago oh. anymore. <laughs> know your role, <laughs> Captain Segway. The kitchen door opened and Pansy glanced up to see Weasley standing there, looking nervous. His hair was still wet from the shower and his shirt had not been buttoned properly. She felt a wave of something. <laughs> his fly was undone. His dong <laughs> his was pants out. were at his ankles. <laughs> <laughs> she felt a wave of something, some feeling that she either could not or did not want to identify, go through her, but she maintained her pure blood poker face and offered him a polite smile as he sat down. He nodded in response and she passed him the toast, coffee, and sugar bowl. Poker face? I hardly know her. <laughs> <laughs> the house is like, we're getting to that. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> now I want to use the Ron Weasley voice. Can I use it? Sure, do okay. it. Follow your heart. Okay. What are you going to be working on today? Hmm. Weasley asked her after an agonizing amount of silence. Pansy leapt at the opportunity for conversation. Well, you know how a lot of magical households can conjure food. They can. <laughs> this is cool. I didn't know this. <laughs> You've never seen Smart House when they make the smoothie with the oranges? Mm, no. Oh, no. Tell me about that contraption. They can. Weasley's expression of doubt was unexpected. But food is one of the exceptions to Gamp's law of elemental transfiguration. Whoa. Whoa. Did I just say that? <laughs> just blew my mind. <laughs> Whoa. Uh-huh. This round's brilliant. Pansy raised her eyebrows. Impressive. Not many people remember that. It's a hard one to forget when Hermione Granger is your best mate mm. and your ex. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> also, Ron Demption, but... He's probably like, I'll make like a turkey leg. And she's like, you can't do that. Gamps law. You know, like, oh, that's right. how I remember oh, yeah. it. He's yeah. trying to conjure he food so many yeah. times. She's like, Gamps law. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even actually know what it is. He just knows it's associated with food somehow. Yeah. Guys, redemption, redemption. Oh, oh redemption. okay, sorry. Weasley snorted. Most of us, you really don't know how the other half live, do you? My mom still dreams about being able to use those services. They're so expensive. But the one we used to get was really reasonable considering what we were getting. Parkinson? Weasley interrupted, fixing her with a look of exasperation, so piercing that she quieted immediately. Trust me, when you barely have enough money to feed a full household, those food apparition services can't be more than a fantasy. Anyway, not the point. I know about them. They apparate your meals into your kitchen, right? When you request it, yes. It's called Grubhub. <laughs> yeah, we got one of those too. Settle down, food bitch. Food apparition Guys. service. Yeah. <laughs> when you need it. Pansy clarified, her face flushed from Weasley's embarrassing but reasonable down-to-talking. Well, some magical houses become able to use the services as well, often without the owners knowing about it. I once came across a house that had racked up over a thousand galleons worth of bills because the house kept on requesting (gasps) Honeyduke's chocolate for one previous owner long after he had died. We found the chocolate in one of the bathroom cupboards. The old owner must have repeatedly ordered a secret stash to be sent there. Guys, that's the only... Like, my apartment keeps ordering Taco Bell. (laughs) I'm like, oh, this haunted house. (laughs) Dang it. How did I open my mouth again? Great. I've got to (laughs) move. You're on to... We'll send Pansy to fix that. Please. Blimey. Weasley's face was contemplative as he stirred his sixth or seventh teaspoon of sugar into his coffee. Whoa, gross. Oh, that's gross. Couldn't they just close the accounts? Yes, and they usually <laughs> do. 
but some were created long before these things were properly documented. The current owners might not know they exist. Right, that makes sense. So are you going to try and get this place to conjure food and drinks? Exactly. And who knows? The house might bring us a proper feast. Be our guest. Slughorn comes out of the yeah. woodworks. He's just like, ha 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 You rang? <laughs> and let Slughorn do the rest. <laughs> <laughs> the house conjured up nothing edible all day. A day that was probably one of the longest in oh. Ron's life. Well, if you hadn't eaten all the pasta bake, you'd have a little something to nibble on. Oh. To be fair, with the veritable whirlwind of shit that he went through yesterday, it was all but guaranteed that today would seem dull by comparison. Ron would not have minded a day that was merely boring. Ron could cope with boredom. Being an or tended to involve long intervals where nothing happened in between brief moments of high intensity. As long as he did not have to write stacks of reports, his least favorite part of the job, he and boredom were reasonably at peace with each other. I do, like Ron Demption included, I feel like a stakeout. Ron is always so sleepy. <laughs> you know, like they'd be like, <laughs> be all you got to do is keep on the lookout for the bad guy. And he's like, I'm on it. Between him and Harry, it would be just one disaster team of keeping awake. <laughs> Harry'd be awake, but he'd be like, I don't know, there was a suspicious guy, but I didn't make anything of it. Yeah, That's the whole point, Harry. Did you write anything down? No. He asked me uh-uh. for directions. Which way does Dumbledore? And I was like, he's over at Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah, and you might want to go might, through uh, the hog's head. There's actually a secret passage in. <laughs> <laughs> But today was different. Not only was there something between sweet and fuck all for him to do, (laughs) but he had to do that sweet fuck all whilst remaining in close proximity to Parkinson. She spent the day pacing the kitchen, trying random bits of magic, then sitting next to him and thinking for a few moments before standing up and starting again. When she sat next to him, her sweet vanilla honey smell infiltrated his nostrils and had him thinking things were both quite pleasant and extremely unwelcome. He must use nesting zone. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be $500. Thank you. When she was pacing, she had a tendency to twirl the end of her high ponytail. (gasps) The black cloth ponytail? Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. Twirl the end of her high ponytail between her fingers. Ron also noticed her biting her bottom lip on more than one occasion. I've never met anyone in my life that but bites their bottom actually lip. actually does. Yeah. You know who comes to mind with that? Joey Potter from She's Dawson's maybe the Creek. only person. She would always be like, but that was really contrived. It was never like yeah. she really did it. I don't know anyone who bites their bottom lip though. I've never done that in a mo. Take a you look do. to your right. Danny. Is- no. <laughs> That's so sexual, Danny. Danny. Oh my God, Danny. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't either. Okay. Just making sure. Not the only one missing out. (laughs) (laughs) Ron had noticed her biting her bottom lip on more than one occasion. He was certain her behavior had not actually changed since yesterday, but now that he was looking at her as somebody he had not only kissed, but had thoroughly enjoyed kissing, each of her little idiosyncrasies were now guaranteed to send brief but frequent flutters of confusing desire through him. Time out. I just remembered, I think my sister does bite her lip when she's like thinking really hard about something. Mare or M? Mare. I think people do it as nervous ticks. I think it does exist. I sometimes wake up with bite marks on my lip that I think I bite my lip in my sleep. Oh my gosh. People are like, do you sleepwalk? Do you talk in your sleep? No, I bite my lip seductively in my sleep. (laughs) I'm always like, oh no, what do I do? (laughs) Matt's gone before 5 a.m. So clearly it's not working. (laughs) You're going to have to work harder than that. When it finally got to 6 p.m., Parkinson slid into her chair with a sigh of defeat that nicely masked his corresponding sigh of relief. Why don't you two try to do a sigh of relief together in character? One, two, three. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) 
He was fairly sure that if he had had to see her twirl that damn hair of hers one more time, he would have lost all control and done. He did not even want to think about what. Her. He would have done her. I feel like I'm going to be at the gym tomorrow and try these tricks. I'm just going to be like trying to run on the treadmill, twirling my ponytail and biting my (laughs) lip. And they're going to be like, Somebody call a doctor. That She's girl's not actually well. seizing on the treadmill. <laughs> She's got nonstop flirtation she, she, disorder. Dang, that girl is flirty. Then <laughs> betting her eyelashes all day on that tread. So, Pack- Parkinson. <laughs> Say it again. Hey, Parkinson. <laughs> Parkinson said. Sal. Sal. <laughs> Parkinson said. It looks like the Harrisons were not food service users. I guess not, Ron agreed, tracing the pattern of the wooden table in an effort to avoid looking at her. Uh, they had other things to eat. Woo! <laughs> that cat. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think the term is that pussy. They ate that cat. <laughs> ate Harry and the Henderson. Ate that measle. Wait, no, you know who, what I'm saying? <laughs> who ate the cat? Alf. He would eat yeah. cats. <laughs> Wow. Did we ever think we'd make an Alf reference? <laughs> nope. I knew it. He's the OG of eating cat. Damn. <laughs> Damn. You can just tell Alf. by looking at him I he know. eats pussy. Mm. Oh, Alf. Ew. You se- else I hate myself. You sexy SOB. <sighs> this has gone off the rails, you guys. <laughs> I guess not, Ron agreed, tracing the pattern of the wooden table in an effort to avoid looking at her. At least now you know. Maybe. Parkinson said. Of course, I might have missed something. I doubt it. You seem pretty thorough to me. I did everything I could think of, and I'm pretty sure I covered everything in this file as well. Parkinson pulled the case file towards her and opened it up to a bookmark page. Yes, tried that, and that, that seemed to be all, already be there when that happened, no? Oh? Despite himself, Ron raised his head to look at her. She was considering the file with new attention. There was a poker night about ten years ago. <laughs> Parkinson explained. Five or six people came over, and they all brought snacks and the like, oh. while the estate owner supplied just a small amount of booze because it was a weekend. I don't think any of them made it to work the next day, though. They didn't stop playing until about 3 a.m., by which point they were all fall-down drunk and could not do anything but find a spare bedroom to sleep it off. Oh. Whew, I like where this is going. How could they have gotten that drunk if there was only a bit of booze? Ron asked. Parkinson nodded. Exactly. The booze never ran out. The house <laughs> must have been supplying it. <laughs> it's the Fred house. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. It's a keg party. Oh, we're going to have... Coors Light. <laughs> Get uh, really crazy. Get ready for a keg of Natty Light. Oh, good. So good. Splooge Luge. <gasps> thank you. Oh, thank you. An ice splooge luge. An ice splooge. Yeah. Just an ice splooge. Um, <laughs> gross. Thinking of an iced splooge that you have you to You take swallow. splooge and you freeze it into an ice. <laughs> oh, that's good. But then I feel like thing that you're trying to drink like yeah, it starts as it melts. Correct. It's not sanitary. Oh. Correct. Did you guys but ever it's a drink full of protein? Keystone Light in college. Yes, yeah. we drank PBR. That was our beer of choice. Oh, pre hipsters, I see. Yeah, back in the day before it was cool to drink PBR. Cool. And then we also drank. I used to drink. Um, oh, we used to play Eddie Forty Hands with um, Steel Reserve. Oh, you guys Steel Reserve was disgusting. disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were those big cans. Yeah. You know what else was the even worse? Was Natural Ice. Oh, was Natty Ice. Oh, disgusting. Yeah, Natty Ice. Uh, natural ice. <laughs> um, you know what's really um, disgusting to my palate was uh, natural ice. Have you heard of it? <laughs> huh. So if we ask for a couple of pints of mulled meat or whatever, it'll just appear? This is so perfect. Oh, they can't, can't order food, but they can order booze. Oh, God. Oh, like, and they've it's my not kind of eaten? house. 
it's yeah. since cereal. Oh, that's not going to work. cereal. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> they shared one Malo we've in all, a Lucky Charm Bowl. We've all gone out just eating cereal. We know how that ends. It's <laughs> called four years of college. Cereal <laughs> yeah. boost. Cereal boost. <laughs> Pretty much. Parkinson gestured to the front table in front of them. No idea. Try it. Er, okay. Um, oi, house. Can we have a bottle of mead? Ron glanced at Parkinson, who looked mildly exasperated. Please, uh-huh. he quickly added. <laughs> Nothing happened. Should I be more specific? Ron asked. <laughs> I don't think so. Parkinson said. I have a feeling that the house wouldn't just dish out alcohol when asked. That doesn't seem fun enough. Shows what the house knows, Ron said. Drinking is exploding snap. I've had some great nights with my mates. A deck of cards and a bottle of Jolly Juice. Oh, I want to know what Jolly, Jolly juice, juice does. Lube. <laughs> Circle jerk. Just my mates. Circle jerk. <laughs> Circle jerk. That's all we need. <laughs> Parkinson did not respond at first. She seemed to be giving Ron's word more consideration than he thought they were warranted. Most unfortunately, as a result of this, she had started biting her lip again. Ron tried to ignore it to little success. There is one thing that I would like to try. She eventually said. You can play chess, right? <laughs> oh boy, can he. Oh, oh, oh. oh, this is where the knight in shining armor comes out. <laughs> I do it best when it's live. Yeah, I need it to be chess. like, I yeah. need there to be a lot like, on the line. Like ride the actual knight into. I'd be a pretty poor excuse for a Weasley if I couldn't, Ron replied. Parkinson smiled. Excellent. Do you fancy a game? <laughs> Strip chess. Oh, I feel like chess, chess is so chess. boring. Beep, doo, doo, deep. Not if Pansy's the queen and Ron's riding her around. Oh, snizzle. Ron had not noticed it when they were in there the other day, but the Harrison Estate Library housed a particularly fine-looking chessboard with two sets of players' pieces that were almost more enthusiastic about playing for him than his faithful set at home. Uh-huh. I warn you, Parkinson said, taking a seat across from him. I'm pretty good. <laughs> Ron cocked an eyebrow, doing his best not to grin. This is more like the rivalry he was used to having with Pansy Parkinson, or indeed any Slytherin, from his Hogwarts days. Well, not to blow my own trumpet, but I did earn 50 points for Gryffindor in our first year for playing the best game of chess in Hogwarts history. Redemption. I'm pretty sure you never managed that. Admittedly, no. But then Dumbledore never saw me play a game, did he? <laughs> I mean... I have to say, 50 points was pretty weak for saving uh, pretty low. Uh, saving your friends' lives. <laughs> As they set up the board, Ron heard a noise coming from a cabinet by the window. Parkinson also heard it, and she shared an intrigued look with him before going to investigate. By the time Ron was done straightening up his pawns, Parkinson was practically skipping back, a recognizable bottle in her hand, an expression of glee on her face. I knew it. Look what the cabinet just gave us. She showed him the bottle, and sure enough, it bore the trademark label of Ogden's Old Fire Whiskey. Wicked. So the house gives people booze when they play games. It looks that way. That sounds like what your house would do, Allie. I feel like you're <laughs> like, like my dream house. You're like, okay, if people play games, then it will give yeah, you booze. Yeah, all the booze you can handle. It looks that way. Parkinson conjured up a couple of glasses and poured two fingers of the amber liquid into each. I like the house's style at any rate. Chess is always more fun with a drink or two. She raised her glass and Ron clinked it with his own. Yes. Why not strip chess? Do, 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 do. It ended up being considerably more than a drink or two. Yes! In the six hours it took <gasps> for them to play three games, they downed the entire bottle. Ron happened to be reasonably good at handling his liquor, but he was feeling more than a little tipsy when he called checkmate on their tiebreaker. Can I hear your drunk Ron checkmate? Checkmate. That's Tommy Wiseau. Oh, it's like this. Checkmate. Checkmate. Yes. Hey. Checkmate. Hi. Hi. Hey, what are you present. doing? What are you doing? I just got checkmate. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you, my favorite. 
I heard you're French. <laughs> yeah, this house, I love you. I love you. You're my best friend now. <laughs> <laughs> he suspected that Parkinson was feeling similarly. During the first game, wherein she drank four glasses, she kept on insisting that she could drink her old Slytherin housemates under the table. He did not give any indication that he doubted this, but she seemed to take his silence as a challenge. <laughs> I'm not challenging you, Parkinson. No, like, no, stop. I can do it. I'm more. I, I got it. After she won the first game and win was an understatement, she completely slaughtered him. She poured herself a double and suggested he try to win back his pride with the second round. So they played again. And he did indeed win, though narrowly, while she provided an entertaining and increasingly loud commentary of <laughs> yes! the proceedings. Oh, Pansy. <laughs> Pansy untapped. <laughs> when the second game was over, he did not even say anything before she was setting up the pieces again, her movements far more heavy-handed <laughs> than usual. By then, he was fairly buzzed and decided he would join her in her commentary. As they polished off their final dregs, shouting, And the black queen tackles Mr. White Pond with all ferocity of a hungry panther. And <laughs> Mr. Castle will be feeling the attack from Mrs. Knight, who is having a bad hair day tomorrow. <laughs> Ron could not believe that he had ever felt hostility or worse, awkwardness toward this highly entertaining person. Indeed, if he were sober enough to have feelings more complex than happy or sad, <laughs> he might have been hit with a wave of remorse over oh. not having befriended her sooner. When he won the third game in a stellar victory that had him running a celebratory lap around the library with his arms in the air, Parkinson clapped and presented him with the empty bottle as a trophy, seemingly had forgotten that his winning meant she had lost. You're the champion. <laughs> she cried. <laughs> now you shall be bestowed with declarations of undying love by all the fair maidens in this land. <laughs> yes, yes, he agreed. Well. For while other men go ride horses and win wrestling matches, their skills are nothing compared to my ability to move <laughs> shaped pieces of wood against the checkered surface. You will be the envy of them all. <laughs> Parkinson declared, gesturing so dramatically that she lost her footing. Careful, Ron said, placing his hands on her shoulders. She straightened up and they locked eyes properly for the first time that day. He had not had the chance to look so closely at her face before, and he noticed that she had a small smattering of freckles along the bridge of her nose. Granted, it was nothing compared to the landscape of freckles that covered most of his person, but still, they were an enchanting feature. Quick side note, you know, everybody knows I love the movie The Room. Yeah. In the movie, she comes out with like, it looks like a, a glass of scotch and she pours vodka in and she's like, taste it, you'll like it. And then he's like, oh, I was drunk. <laughs> like, oh, he drinks it so everyone's like, Scotch gut, scotch gut, scotch gut. It seems like they were drinking scotch gut, fire scotch gut. Yeah, for sure, for sure, fire scotch gut. Wow. She breathed. What? He asked. Your eyes are bluer than I thought. That was not what he'd <laughs> expected her to say. Er, thanks. You're welcome. She glanced to her left, and he followed her eyes to the old clock that was hanging off the wall. Time for bed. She remarked. Ron nodded. Do we have to sleep in the same bed tonight? Yes. Parkinson replied, slurring a little on the S's. I don't think it'll let us be apart two nights in a row. All right. Tough sell. <laughs> well, twist my arm. Ah. Looks like I got to jump on the sack with you. It took them longer than normal to make it to the bedroom, seeing how they each tripped at least once along the way. Ron took a little bit longer than usual to finish his nighttime rituals. What if Ron, like, takes really good care of his skin? Oh, God. <laughs> He's this like, guy's got a face I mask I did my on. retinol, and then I did my night cream. <laughs> and Parkinson was already in bed by the time he climbed in. As he moved to turn off the bedside lamp, he felt small, cool hands grabbing his arm. Er, Parkinson? He asked. Hmm? What are you doing? Oh. She seemed to only just realize that she was doing something weird. I, uh, I like to cut up to people when I've been drinking. It helps me get to sleep. Do you mind? 
Somewhere in the back of his head, Ron could hear alarm bells ringing. This is not good, they said, sounding a lot like a younger version of himself. Your feelings toward this woman are seriously confused right now. You mustn't be too close to her. But then another part of his brain, a part that sounded a bit like Hermione, offered a tiny counter-argument. Maybe both of you need this closeness. Mm. No, he said. I don't mind. Thank you. She breathed, resting her head against his shoulder. She was asleep within minutes. For such a small human being, Parkinson's grip on his upper arm was remarkably strong. He tried to adjust his position, and he caught the smallest hint of vanilla and honey with his next breath. A wave of something, pleasure maybe, went through him, and he felt his cock stir. That's also probably not good, he whispered to the ceiling. The end. Uh, Oh, what a tease. Whoa! What a predict tease. Wow, guys. Wow, guys. Wow, guys. Who knew? It's cool. It's like an escape room. You know, they have to like play chess and they get all this mm. stuff. And sleep on each other's chests. Mm. When the episode ends, check your underpants. Are you ones up, up or down? Down, 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 down. down. Ooh, don't they down? Checkmate. Or up. Um, my one is up. I'm really feeling it. I'm feeling the little sexual tension that's building between these two cats. They're having fun together. They're making booze trophies. They're yeah. competitive, but they're also supporting each other in each other's winnings. Um, yeah, I love the tension. I think it's great. I hope that they don't have a hell of a hangover you know, the next morning, but other than that, I'm feeling really good about what's happening here. Yeah, I hope the house can uh, can operate some hangover potion for them. God, I hope so. I, my wand is up. I'm ready for them to, uh, I really thought, but I, I guess it's nice that like they didn't hook up or anything when they had had some cocktails, but I would like some cock More and some cock. tails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More cock, less tails. some yeah. cock and the tail. Yeah. But other, I mean, I love that they had like, they're like getting to know each other in a fun way. Like yeah. they're playing games and being mates and stuff. I think it's really great. I think games are one of the best ways to like have fun and get to know someone and you should be playful and silly. And Well, and the house knows that, right? It wasn't. It could have picked anything for them to, you know, they were like, order us alcohol. It's like, no, that's, you're yeah. not going to drink yourself into right. friendship. You got to play yourself into friendship. Moral so of the such story. Such a smart house. Yeah. Um, I loved the, I loved the chess phrasing and the way Jillian wrote it. Just the drunk. Mr. Castle will be feeling that attack from Miss Knight who is having a bad hair day tomorrow. <laughs> uh. um, so I love that. And uh, I just love the concept, you know, like, the rules in magic are you cannot get food delivered, but this house has right? a, a like recurring wanna, prime delivery order I hope of they, alcohol. Drizzly. I hope they get um, they some better. food soon. I was going to say that after being <laughs> drunk, I would hope they would at least get like a euro or something at this time of night before they go to bed. <laughs> Pizza. I always like a euro. That's always my go-to. What's your go-to food? Pizza. Not a euro. Who wants drunk Greek food? Oh, me. With fries. Yeah, yeah maybe. A euro with fries? I wouldn't, I wouldn't turn it down. I'm Mexican food, late-night um, Mexican food person. Mm. One thought I had about just the story this week yeah. was that, you know, the house is setting them up like, you know, like an old lady, you know, like a um, yenta, you know, like. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. But what if the house's intuitions were totally off and it was like <laughs> the refrigerator delivery man yeah, and they're like, yeah. Doors locked, and it's like, no, uh, no. no. That is my cousin Bill. I have told you a million <laughs> times. times. Oh like, God. please, house. Like, <laughs> Nana is always, she's like trying to set my sister up with friends, and like, yeah. like and Nana, like, we don't. No, we don't have anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, stay tuned. Stay tuned because we've got Riptide coming back. So we're so excited. Stay up because it's 
It's so beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again to Mona for submitting that. So it's great. Gorge. Keep sending us your songs. We love it. You guys are so talented. Yeah. And listen in. Tune in. All right. Next week. Bye. 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 For more erotic goodness, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Poterotica Podcast, or join our private Facebook group, The Poterotics. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit us at PoteroticaPodcast.com. And if you like what you're listening to, make sure you're subscribed. And if you're extra horny, leave a review. But only if it's nice. 10 points for nice reviews.